There's no doubt that Joe Biden has dementia. It's evident. And we make fun of the fact that we are supposed to pretend that's not the case. But we don't make fun of dementia, at least I don't, because I've had a couple of loved ones who've suffered through that and us along with them. But I I really think it's something far worse with Joe Biden. He is demented all in one direction. And every direction in which he's demented aligns completely with evil. It's, It's not misled. It's not bad ideology. Uh, It's evil. And where it's ineptitude, that ineptitude all runs in one direction. I'm sure by now, regular listeners are familiar with my it's not chaos theory. You know the chaos theory. And do you understand my it's not chaos theory? See, chaos is just that. It's chaotic. Ineptitude, people who are inept are inept in all directions. Sometimes their ineptitude yields good things. You know, I ordered too much pizza sauce. Oh, well, we have a bunch of teams coming in this week. Oh, my ineptitude did something good. And they did something good. That's not happening with this guy. And the Bible tells us a lot about bosses of countries who used to be leaders being made, in fact, demented. Nebuchadnezzar was turned out as a cow, a guy who thought he was a cow for a few years. And that was in the first Babylon. And in the first Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar had to send troops out to bring people like Daniel and his friends back to castrate them and and mutilate them. Well, they don't even have to do that anymore. They just put put out messages. And they're doing this on an industrial scale. You know, the God of the Bible didn't go away. He's never going to go away. He never has gone away. He's always existed, and, and demonic influence has always existed. Always will exist until the Lord Jesus comes and wipes it out. But just listen to this man and think that he may well believe this. He may well believe this. Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two. That man believes. He got the college loan debacle passed through <laughs> through the Congress. I mean, he may well firmly believe that. And man, there's good news. There truly is. You know, the figurehead recently said, but Look at what I've inherited and what I've done. Right. So what he's inherited and what he's done. Well... This is what Biden has been told to focus on. A couple weeks before the election. The idea, the idea that was going on, you know, in some states, I won't get into the politics of it, but in some states, it's just, it's outrageous. And I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. What they're trying to do to trans persons is immoral. That was him talking to a fake girl. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't call himself a woman. He calls himself a little girl. A girl. That's the focus. 
Oh, the good news is there are a lot of people who are deceived and distracted and discouraged, but man, most people can still sense the truth. This is an actual CBS focus group. Biggest concerns about raising children in America right now. John? The whole woke culture affecting our children. All these elementary schools and middle schools having woke culture pushed on them from the LGBT plus community. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And it's simply our turn to go through our Babylon phase. And we're truly going through the Babylon phase. That CBS focus group, you'll hear the rest of that. It's really phenomenal. It's, it's so reassuring to know that while people are deceived and um, are distracted, they can still hear the voice of truth. And it's pretty amazing to watch the CBS anchor. And she does actually pretty good work. Margaret Brennan does some pretty good work. Um, It's refreshing to see her recognize (laughs) some realities. CBS would do well to have focus groups like that spend time in CBS News, actually working there and, you know, displaying real life for people. Hey, uh, just quick, this thing is coming up Thursday. I want to just let you know this. Uh, my friend Zach Abraham is doing a, a free live webinar, speaking of real life and speaking of <laughs> the Biden economy. We're, guys, we're about to talk about the fact that there's 25 days of diesel fuel left in the United States. 25 days. 25 days of fuel left. Diesel fuel in the United States of America. Uh, If that's not the chaos economy, man, I don't know what is. President Trump had said a few years ago, hey, let's fill up the strategic petroleum reserves. And the Democrats said, no, it's a bailout for big oil at $20 a gallon or 20 20 bucks a barrel. I don't know, 20 bucks a barrel. (laughs) Now it's 60, 80. So my friend Zach Abraham tomorrow uh, is doing a free live webinar. It's 3 p.m. Pacific time, and here's the question he intends to answer. He intends to help you answer the question, is your portfolio positioned for success in retirement during the chaos economy? I mean, it it probably wasn't built for the chaos economy because a lot of us built our portfolios with the 60-40 stock bond mix. It doesn't apply anymore. It's irrelevant given the chaos economy. So Zach is doing this. It's very, very easy for you to attend. You just have to register at knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. Zach will get into the weeds, into the details, very transparent about what their risk management strategy is because that's at the heart of Bulwark Capital Management, their risk management strategy. Okay, just go to knowyourriskradio.com to register, but you got to do it really today. These things fill up. And Zach will answer questions. He loves these free live webinars. Instantly, this is the last one of 2022, your last chance to take his measure as he interacts with someone other than me, like we interact every Friday. 
KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Remember, investment advice cannot be given with a client service agreement of Capital Management and Investment Advisor representative Tech Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Wish Zach was here to that one. Here to listen to that one. There is 25 days of diesel fuel left in the United States of America. Now, this came this morning to me from the Epic Times. You guys have probably seen it in other sources. This would seem to me uh, to be an area of concern. Were I the president of the United States, I might be saying, hey, can we stop everything for just a little bit and focus on the fact that there's 25 days left of one of the most important commodities in the country? Because if there's no diesel fuel, guess what? There's a whole bunch of trains that aren't going to run. There's no diesel trucks that are going to run. There's diesel-fueled cars that aren't going to run. There's diesel generators that aren't going to run. There's food that's not going to arrive in grocery stores. There's cash that's not going to arrive in banks. Oh, that's right. The chaos economy. Now, see, Biden is the perfect figurehead for all this because he actually probably believes his college, uh, his vote-buying scheme was passed by Congress. It wasn't, obviously. He's also the perfect guy to be this this completely demented that his priorities can be so askew. Now, what would Satan want our priorities to be? Uh, taking care of business at home, as Elvis would say. I watched that new Elvis movie, by the way. That's really good. I was shocked at how good that is. Would it be taking care of priorities so that we can take care of the least of these and, and, and safeguard our families? In other words, smart stewardship of the resources that God has given us to manage on this continent? Or would he want us pretending men or women in the White House? But not even women. Dylan Mulvaney says he's a girl. Little girl. So just compare these two things and, and, and just follow this thesis with me. This isn't just Dementia. This man is being caused to put the United States at the greatest possible mortal danger. And just a reminder that that those of us on the side of the Lord, we've already won. Headline number one, 25 days of diesel fuel left in the United States of America. Okay, headline number one. Headline number two, CBS News is very excited. It's historic. There are American troops in Europe for the first time in a generation preparing for combat, and CBS got to go along with them. Incidentally, I wonder, how much diesel fuel does it take to run a war in Ukraine? They're America's go-to combat troops. Go, 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 go! The soldiers of the 101st Airborne Division, now the closest U.S. forces to the fight in Ukraine. We join Colonel Edwin Mathedis and Brigadier General John Lubis on board a Black Hawk helicopter where we flew along the coast of the Black Sea, across those same waters from Russian-held territory in Ukraine, including Crimea. What is the what if? What are you preparing for? We got two major tasks, right? To, to assure our allies and deter our adversaries from doing anything. Fully aware those adversaries have eyes on everything this close. That part of it? That's the tire part, man. That's the whole deter aspect, right? They know that we're here. They know that we're ready. We're just coming within three, three and a half miles of the Ukrainian border. In fact, that city behind us is in Ukraine. We're right on the edge of NATO territory. Yeah, they could see it. It doesn't seem like smart planning to me. 
it doesn't seem like sensical planning to me. It doesn't seem like moral planning. It doesn't seem like a wise use of resources or stewardship, as we would say. It doesn't seem to me to be a mistake that a person could make who has any semblance of grounding in reality. You don't drain your fuel supplies and then go to war. You don't leave behind billions of dollars of equipment uh, to an enemy, the Taliban, and, and then go to war in that region. You don't think that the Taliban would take the opportunity to kill American troops? They would do it in a heartbeat. So is this honestly, can you honestly, like gut check, can you honestly say that, oh, this, no, you know, demonic stuff, that's, that's made up. And no, it's, look, Todd, this is just dementia. This is just stupidity. Well, again, stupidity breeds incompetence. Incompetence goes always, incompetence goes in random directions, right? It creates chaos. Certainly this is chaotic, but it's all chaotic in one direction. Find me the chaos that results in making America safer. Find me the chaos that aligns with God's word. Any of it, any of it. And we're this close to the elections, and this is what Biden's focused on. So, setting the scene here, uh, Biden is in the White House. He is pretending to be non-political. He's also pretending to be talking to a woman. And Dylan Mulvaney sits across from him um, playing Jackie O in a Jackie O-type dress. Dylan is a grown man who is tracking his, his becoming a girl. And there are makeup companies who are sponsoring him like Ultra, sponsoring this grown man who is not, I'm not a, I'm not a woman, I'm a girl. And he talks about a woman's vagina as a Barbie pouch because that's not the least bit pedophilic. And one day this week, maybe next, but we'll get to this tie between this this uh, craze of the fake word transgenderism and the effect it's having now on young men. It's been young women who've been assaulted and brought into this and deceived in this and cut up their bodies and mutilated their bodies chemically. Now there's a whole there's a whole rush of young men doing this, and they're not far behind young women. In their case, it's so so tied to porn which is where on the roadmap of, the, of, of Merrick Garland's DOJ. Do you remember when President Trump was arresting child sex traffickers? Uh, look, the divorce in this, the divide in this couldn't be more clear. And I'm not here to say that the Republican Party is a force for good or morality or that it's godly because it's none of those things. It is a better alternative from the Democrat Party because while the Democrats are manufacturing pedophiles, and they are, and they are grooming schools to be pedophilic centers, and they are. And as godly teachers in these schools fight back against this quietly, sometimes with their heads down, sometimes openly, and they are there. And folks, please don't forget that. In this divide, let us not stop praying for the godly teachers in the schools who are not pushing this stuff. I was again talking with a friend the other day. She and her husband, uh, their kids attend a government school where the office lady plays Jesus songs. She plays, she plays Christian songs in the office, and never does she say anything like, hey, I hope this doesn't offend you. She just plays the music she wants to hear, and the kids hear it. 
so here's Biden sitting across from Dylan Mulvaney and I think an actual woman. Dylan Mulvaney with his legs crossed, his Jackie O dress on. And they get into this conversation two weeks prior to the election with 25 days of diesel fuel left. It feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on. No, Dylan, what we're saying is that you are a symptom of society's downfall. You are a symptom of the war on society. You are a symptom of the war on morality. You are a symptom of the war on God. You're not to blame for it. You are deceived and you are fully distracted and deceived and you've been utterly captured. Either that or this is one big trolling mission. And if it is, it's brilliant. So no, we're not blaming you. We're we're saying you are a symptom of this. And incidentally, there's no such thing as a trans person. Let me explain that real quick. There's no such thing as being born in the wrong body. Physical impossibility. Quantum physics aside, okay, maybe you are a different body in a different universe at a different time. But in this reality right now, there's no such thing as being born in the wrong body because newsflash, you are your body. Therefore, the trans lie doesn't exist. There is no such thing. So Dylan Mulvaney saying trans people and non-binary people, there aren't any. There's just words. In some ways, and this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety. Now, you understand that they are the only people so powerful that they can rape women in prison and get away with it. Men who pretend to be women. They are the only people so powerful that they can force you to participate in their psychoses. Right? By forcing you to say he or she when it's not a he or she. In your workplace, in your schools, they're the only people so powerful that they can steal a woman's trophy and be applauded as brave for doing it. But yes, 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 their mental health, their physical safety is at risk. As in separate countries of Washington state, they put men who are rapists into women's prisons and shockingly, the male rapists rape the women. And Washington state has made it illegal to disclose the actual biological factual sex of those men in public records. This is the focus two weeks out. We have 25 days of diesel fuel left. We are seeing record numbers of people cross the border. We'll talk about the fact and think, I don't think I got to this, that the Daily Caller interviewed some Afghan refugees who crossed the southern border with the help of the UN. And this man is involved in this. Tell me this is just plain dementia. And particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. More than any other group of people. Okay, so let me help with this. Nonsense. Let me rephrase that. Men who think they're women, who get involved then in complex sexual relationships based upon a psychosis, and who are high levels of involvement in drug addiction, drug sales, and in forms of prostitution, are most commonly murdered by their sex partners, also men. So let's rephrase this. Gay black men who pretend to be women are being murdered by black men who may not want to think of themselves as gay 
or are same-sex attracted but are because they're having sex with men who pretend to be women and are involved in sex work and often drug culture. Okay, that's the truth of this, of what we're seeing here. So we'll continue with, with this, this, this nonsense, uh, this, this incredible. And just please, someone tell me, tell me that this is just dementia. And, and I'll stop interrupting. I'll, I'll stop interrupting. I'll play, this, I'll, I'll play this silly clip. I'll stop interrupting. You can fact check on your own. You're just as smart on this stuff as I am. But someone tell me, is my thesis all wrong? Is this just dementia? This guy's just a demented old fool left to sit and pretend he's talking to a little girl. And by the way, I mean, I just, I wonder what happened when Biden sniffed him. I, you, you don't smell like a little girl. Well, except that Dylan Mulvaney probably does because of all the hormones and surgery and all the evil. Yep, so uh, day one of me deciding um, to go out now and become a salesperson for Bone Frog Coffee. Now, I know we do that on the air. I'm trying to help my friend air. Gosh, I'm such an old radio guy. Radio show starts on November 5th, by the way. Did I tell you that? Yep, the national radio show starts on the 5th. Ah, it's going to be so interesting to go back and do radio. Man, it's going to be cool. In fact, you know what? I wish I had bone frog coffee. Can you imagine how much fun that would have been when filling in for Rush to be able to talk about bone frog coffee at bonefrog.us? Hey, listen, you have an opportunity to help a brand turn the corner. This is I can sense it with these guys. You have an opportunity to take a 25-year Navy veteran, Navy SEAL, physician's assistant, um, a guy who hires vets, works with vets, does everything they can to use companies that are veteran-owned, who is is a and I've seen him speak. I've seen him witness in church. His belief in the Lord Jesus is very sincere. I've prayed with him a bunch of times. Very sincere. God, country, team on the bags. The focus on the product. And look, you know what he could have done. Honestly, he could have just invented the brand and then gone to an existing coffee and said, "Hey, let me just put my label on this. It's private labeling, drop shipping." Could have done that. And quite frankly, probably made a bunch more money. But being a Navy SEAL, wouldn't you know it that Tim Cruikshank's focus is on quality? I can feel it happening. I can feel the corner turning. Let's push bonefrog.us over the top into a national brand. We're already doing that. Chicks on the right are going to be endorsing these guys. But I want you to be part of this in the first generation. So go to bonefrog.us. If you're not yet a subscriber, become one. And can you commit to before, uh, let's say before, let's, before Thanksgiving? That's a long time's off. How about before, how about before Halloween? Can you commit to trying it, finally saying, okay, Herman, I will try it. I'll go to bonefrog.us. And if you're loving it now, become a subscriber. If you are on the fence, become a trier of it. Bonefrog.us. Be so cool to help them turn the corner. All right, I'll stop interrupting this. I'll stop interrupting this clown show. This is Dylan Mulvaney. I'll sit back and and I'll do the fact checking afterwards. But remember, as you are listening to this, this man is pretending to be a girl. There's 25 days of diesel left. Uh, we have troops in Europe for the first time in a generation. Uh, flying Black Hawk helicopters in sight of Ukraine within, I would, well, there's too smart to be within missile targeting from, you know, except for some certain brands of missiles, I guess. And they're doing flyovers. 
an open border, a fentanyl crisis as China is dumping uh, Skittles colors, because Skittles colored fentanyl into the United States of America because, of course, why not destroy the next generation? They're already doing it mentally. Why not use drugs? All this going on, and this is what the figurehead is told to do. And my thesis is this isn't just dementia. This guy has been utterly, utterly consumed by evil. It feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on in some ways. And this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety. And particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. More than any other group of people. Thank you. How can Democratic leaders be more effective in advocating for us trans people and our families and our lives and our opportunities? I'm not being facetious when I say this, being seen with people like you. No, I mean it. I genuinely mean it. People fear what they don't know. They fear what they don't know. And when people realize, individuals realize, oh, this is what they're telling me to be frightened of. This is the problem. This is, I mean, people change their minds. People are just don't know enough to know. And it's not because of intellectual incapability. It's just lack of exposure. And, uh, and I think that uh, it's really important that we continue to speak out about the basic fundamental rights of all human beings and the idea the idea that what's going on, you know, in some states, I won't get into the politics of it, but you're in, in the some politics, states, you it's just, clown. It's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. What they're trying to do to trans persons is immoral. So, what they're trying to do to so called trans persons is nothing. What they're trying to do is to not fall into the lie that you've fallen into. Now, tell me this is just dementia. That man sounds completely convinced that he's talking to a girl. That's not dementia. I mean, that's one of his more cogent moments. He lied really well there. Because he probably believes it. And the danger? Yeah, it's a danger when a grown man says, I'm a little girl. Because of the confusion it creates in the minds of people because of the opportunities it creates to groom and to molest and to take porn-fueled, deeply depressed, anxious, shut-in boys and have predators say, oh, I'm a girl. Oh, I might be a 40-year-old man, but I'm a girl. I like you. I think you're, I think you're sexy, and I, I honor you as you. So... Tell me this is just dementia. Now, I mentioned that there's good news in this, and there is. Um, there's a CBS focus group <laughs> that is so much reality in one setting. And this is what I believe. The Apostle Paul tells us that the truth exists in us. He was addressing the fact that many Gentiles had not heard either the law, the Jewish law, didn't know what it was, maybe heard of it, but didn't know what it was, and hadn't heard of the Lord Jesus. 
And he made a point that, and, and still yet, the truth is, the truth lives in us. I mean, he didn't have the phrase hardwired. They didn't know about DNA, but he said it's in us. And so even at that point, you don't have an excuse for choosing evil because good is known because the Lord installed in us what is good and what is evil. And so while there are people in this focus group who I'm sure are not believers, or if they are very casually without a biblical worldview, I'm sure there's, you know, at least one of them has a pretty strong biblical worldview, it seems. They can sense right from wrong. And this is such phenomenal, phenomenal news. CBS wouldn't, I don't know how happy they are with the outcome of this, but this is the full panel of voters. And I'll give that, I, I, I do want to give credit where it's possible to give credit. And CBS ran this. Biggest concerns about raising children in America right now. John? The whole woke culture affecting our children. All these elementary schools and middle schools having woke culture pushed on them from the LGBT plus community for sexual identity and, and, and gender. We should be pushing the actual school studies, math, social studies, science, not, you know, gender studies or sexual identifications. What have you seen that makes you concerned? In, in the district that I, am, I, that I uh, live in, there hasn't been really anything going on. But I'm originally from Iowa, and just recently there was some protests at an Iowa school for bringing in a transgender art, uh, uh, art show. So you're not concerned about your kids in Texas. You're seeing this on the news. That's what's raising your concern? Yes. LaShawn, I'd like to get you to weigh in on this. I can also agree with some of his points. Um, I really would say sex education. I feel like um, some things, you know, are brought to the children's attention. They wouldn't even think about. And you have eight kids. I imagine you have some pretty specific ideas in your mind when you're speaking about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the children are, yeah, they're really influenced. You can teach them one thing at home, but when they go to school, they're just as much influenced by their teachers and their surroundings. And we should have more input, the parents, of what we w- want them to learn. Stephanie, what, what's your biggest concern? And if you want to react to any of that, go ahead. Um, I, I agree. The other issue uh, has to do with COVID. Um, there's less teachers in the school district. Um, and because of that, they have um, student choice school days. So <laughs> the students can choose whether or not they want to go to school oh, that day which one, which because there's not enough no. teachers or bus drivers to mm. get them there. And so I worry about their education. When you said your top issue was crime, what did you have in mind? Robberies and, you know, murders, you know, stabbings and it's like it's every time you turn on the news, somebody killed their baby and, it, you know, they're losing their mind. It's like people are everywhere doing everything and it's, not, it's like they're out of control. Nobody's stopping them. John talked about how concerned he was about the border in his state of Texas and migrants coming into the country. I mean, it's nothing wrong with helping, but there we have more problems here in our country. I feel like there's so, so much focus on helping immigrants 
and it's not enough focus on the people here that might need assistance. Do you blame your mayor and your governor for that? Or do you blame Washington for that? It's everybody, everyone, Washington, um, the mayor. I mean, you know, it's like they, they help who they want certain people, certain groups of people, they'll help them and then they'll neglect someone else. Often when we do these focus groups, we have people from different party affiliations disagreeing with each other. But I'm hearing all of you echo a lot of the same concerns and agreeing with each other. None of you are very optimistic about the country right now. No. They can see it. Oh, it's so good to know. (laughs) One thing about Satan is his ego is always his downfall. Always thinks he's winning. And there are real-life Americans saying, no, no, this is all wrong. But this dementia is spreading. This evil is spreading. Wait till you hear about this college professor. Hey, are you right now um, uncomfortable with the way you feel or the way you look or a combination of the two? Are you kept down by a bunch of extra fat in your body? Now, I'm asking you to do a gut check. That's no pun intended. I'm asking you to do a level check. Is it impacting your life? And so how long has that been the case? Again, just a level check, just a moment of honesty. A lot of people listen with earbuds on. Just if you're not driving, just shut your eyes and think about how long you have wanted that gone. Now, just think about the attempts you've made on your own. You know, I've shared with you that I did the zone for a little while. The zone diet, it's a good diet. And it's a good nutritional way to eat. 40, 30, 30 proteins, macro, you know, macro nutritional balance. It's good. Uh, My 150 pounds of extra fat, the zone worked for 50 pounds of that. And then it stopped. And you might be someone who's gone up and down in weight. You know, I know people who have vacillated in the past 10 years between 115 and 250 pounds, up and down. So are you done? Now, truthfully, are you done with that? Do do you not want that to be the case anymore? Okay, then as someone who's taken off 150 pounds of unwanted fat speaking to you from the heart, then I would suggest that you go to Sota Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. And ask them to help you. They will tell you how long it will take to lose the fat if you stay on the program. They know that because they track their results. Their predictions work when people stick to the program. You'll work with the nutritionist. It's a judgment-free zone. Most of the people have been through it on their own. They're healthcare providers from way back. And their success is inarguable given the success of the company and the word of mouth. It's sotaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. And seriously, wait till you hear this professor, this dementia, this evil, this is spreading. So there is a professor um, and his name is uh, Brent Ruswick. And Brent West Ruswick put something up on Twitter that is just, just so breathtaking. Now, this is one of the guys who apparently can't see truth any longer. He's a history professor, apparently, and great listener of ours. has been with us since the radio show began, Sarah Shiraz, on Twitter. 
writes, when they write our history, would they try to tell us that the lockdowns never happened? This is what Brent Rushwick, a professor, wrote. How quickly, how quickly we lost the memory battle over 2020. For over a year now, when my students write about it, uh, I write about COVID, it's about how no one was allowed to leave their home due to government mandates infringing on our individual liberties. That never happened, and they're certain it did. That never happened? Uh, you could say, yeah, the government didn't lock people in their homes. Okay, think through the head of a young person. They padlocked playgrounds. They brought in heavy equipment to fill skateboard parks with sand. They locked down schools. They didn't let you into the malls without a woke mask. They shut down sports. Yes, they locked down society for kids. In the mind of a kid, that's not leaving your house. And factually, in places like New York City, you were under absolute societal demands to not leave your house. And I, for one, remember, Professor... The organized campaign of Twitter blue checks, blue checks saying, stay in your F-word house. Stay, stay F-word inside. If you don't, you're going to kill people. And I remember the mental pressure from ads from the CDC explaining that if you left your house, you could kill your grandma. That you're a walking bioweapon. See, this stuff spreads. That man can't possibly be dumb enough to think that kids didn't see it that way. Oh, incidentally, he locked down his account. I have never seen someone supplied with more information contrary to what they choose to believe. And of course, it's not just there. Um, the figurehead. 25 days out from the election or so. Well, it's not, no, it's, it's not even that far, is it? No, it's not. Gosh, it's a couple weeks. And 25 days of diesel fuel left. And the figurehead is still running on a J6 platform, but he's trying to convince, and he may well believe. He may well believe that he's the pro-cop candidate, or whether he's not running, but his party is. What happened on the 6th? Law enforcement was attacked, assaulted, brutalized. The MAGA Republicans didn't side with law enforcement. They sided with the insurrectionists. If you think about what our Declaration of Independence says, it says to overthrow tyrants. You would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Don't tell me you support law enforcement if you can't condemn what happened on January the 6th. Don't tell me that. Well, again, tell me this is simply dementia. Now, looking at that, he does believe that that was an insurrection. And he'll believe also that Dylan Mulvaney's a woman. Or pardon me, a girl, Mr. Dylan Mulvaney. Well, there's this. 
A Jackson County prosecutor named Jean Peters Baker has announced in October that she will not prosecute a woman who shot an off-duty Kansas City, Missouri firefighter in the back and killed him within moments. This is from the, the, the post-millennial. According to local news, Baker has faced criticism for soft on crime policies and pervasive instances of declining the charge in clear-cut cases. In response, she said, if a case is declined, it's just because we don't believe there's sufficient evidence to get the highest burden of proof. However, in the case of the death of the off-duty firefighter, 42-year-old Anthony Santee, video shows what happened. On October 6th, around 2.30 p.m., when an unidentified woman shot him in the back, Local KMBC News reports that a 23-year-old Javon Taylor was at a convenience store and got into an argument with the clerk. Witnesses say that Santi, who was also in the store, heard a man disrespect a female cashier and reportedly stood up for the woman. Kansas City Star reports that Taylor was mad at the female clerk because the store didn't sell the brand of cigar he was looking for. Taylor became increasingly agitated and refused service and was told by the clerk and Santi to leave. Taylor then threatened them both, went outside, retrieved a gun, and extended magazine from his white SUV. It was then that the woman accompanying Taylor became involved. At this point, Santee physically engaged and bested Taylor, whom Santee grappled to the ground and successfully restrained in a stranglehold. It was then that the woman began screaming and punching Santee before shooting him. Santee managed to get up and walk into the store when he died. This is on video. Tell me it's just dementia. No, no, please, someone, please, someone. Tell me it's just dementia. Because the alternative is this. The Democrats and Joe Biden cannot see truth. That's breathtaking. And it's frightfully dangerous. And it's in a vacuum. Here's what I mean by that. The vacuum is sucking people into this. And across the aisle, oh, there's efforts to exploit parents' fears about the schools. And they're well-founded to be concerned, but please let us not give in to fear. Please let us not give in to fear. That's, the, that's one of the enemy's tools. There's efforts to exploit concern. Republicans want to make voters more afraid of the Democrats. But nowhere in this is anyone speaking full truth. Even the people who are heroic, like a Thomas Massey or sometimes a Rand Paul, um, there are others. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been, Marjorie Taylor Greene is very good on what Mitch McConnell chooses to call the social issues. But this vacuum, this sucking of people into this vortex of distruth and, 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 and untruths and lies and having them know things that simply aren't true, into that vortex, there's no answer. There's no blasting of the truth from the other side. See, this falls to us. You know, I, I, I think so often now about starting my day uh, with the armor of God. Have you, have you really thought about this? 
about what the armor of God means. And if you're new to faith or you're just getting back into faith, and you think about what the armor of God actually means and what it actually pertains to on a daily basis, to me, it's incredibly powerful. It starts with the belt of truth. Well, when we have the belt of truth and we live in it, it becomes harder and harder and harder for the lies to penetrate us. But the belt of truth is just one thing. And it's just one aspect to this. The further description of this is a helmet of salvation. Meaning that we understand that we are saved. That we stand in victory. To me, that removes the fear, which is one of the tools of the enemy. But it begins at the belt of truth. And then the breastplate of righteousness. Not righteousness we earn, but God's righteousness. I mean, just think of all the things we've covered today. And how a belt of truth and a breastplate of righteousness, helmet of salvation, helps us with this. The feet prepared with the gospel of peace. No, Dylan Mulvaney, I'm not blaming you for the world's problems because we are not battling against flesh and blood. I am saying to you, Dylan Mulvaney, you are serving something you don't understand and that demented old man in the room with you is serving something he can no longer see or understand. And please, someone tell me I'm all over the place. Someone tell me I'm wrong. Someone tell me, no, this is just stupidity. It's just ideology. No, it's not. The shield of faith. True faith in the face of all this makes us almost impervious to fear. I have faith in God. This God has this. And furthermore, yes, we're going to be taken. We're going to go through this time. We are going to be taken. We're being taken now, but we don't have to be fully taken because we wear this armor. And then the spirit, the sword of the spirit, that's the Holy Spirit who takes us into these battles. If nothing else, if nothing else, would you look at a diagram of this? I'll put a diagram of it in the show notes. Because what we're dealing with here is not just dementia. What we're dealing with here is not just ideology. It's not just stupidity. It's not just incompetence. It's all those things that is being wrangled all in one direction. And it's a direction that stands completely averse to the word of God, which is why the armor of God is the most potent way to respond to it. Are you ready to put that on? There's a a link in the show notes to describe it and where you can find it in the Bible. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and let's all together put on the full armor of God.